this episode of Conversation with Cousins. We hope you are encouraged, inspired by the words that we share with you today. Amen. We are grateful and thankful for you tuning in to episode four uh, of Conversation with Cousins from a Christian's perspective. Again, we thank God for those of you who have been journeying with us uh, so far and will continue. So we thank you for that. Uh, my cousin Sherry T and I are appreciative for allowing us to, uh, uh, as, uh, as you listen to us or you watch us, uh, we hope and pray something has been said uh, that will encourage you to go church, go stronger uh, in your knowledge of the Lord as well and in, in coming to the Lord as well. Uh, so again, we are grateful and thankful. Again, we are doing a part two, and let me just say this up front: uh, we'll probably be on this love piece for a little while. Just, just wanted to let you know it's so much um, to talk about when we think about love, but because we, the essence of God is love. Uh, that's His essence. So again, uh, we'll probably be here for a little while. Uh, but again, we lifted on part one of love. Uh, we lifted the four unique forms that are found in the scripture. Uh, and that's what we want to deal with today. We want to just deal with those four today. Uh, the four different uh, forms or types of love uh, that is found in the scripture in the New Testament. Uh, and the four Greek words are eros, storge, phileo, and agape. And they are characteristic by romantic love, family love, brotherly love, and God's divine love. So again, we're going to explore these different types of love in the Bible. And as we do, uh, we'll discover what love truly means and how to follow Jesus Christ's command to love one another, because that's what he has told us to do. He has told us to love one another. So again, and, and better to do that, we need to look at these four different ways of love uh, that is uh, in the New Testament uh, that will help us uh, to uh, uh, love the way God wants us to love. Mm -hmm. uh, we, we said on the uh, front end, on, on the uh, first episode of love, we share how people just throw the word love so loosely. Mm -hmm. Uh, they throw it so loosely they just uh, say it and sometimes they say it and don't really know what they're really saying mm -hmm. and because we have used that word so loosely so many people's lives have been messed up so many relationships have been messed up, messed up because we have used that word loosely and we really don't know what it really means 
So again, we're going to look at those four types of love. The first one we're going to look at is Eros. Mm-hmm. Eros, that's the first one we're going to look at today. Uh, and that's simply uh, means the Greek word for sensual or romantic love. Uh, so again, that's the first one we want to look at. And love in the form of Eros seeks its own interest and satisfaction. Uh, and to possess the object of love. And really, let's get this on the front end. And then, Sherry, you can chime in because I'm throwing this to you. I know you're know you mm-hmm. going to get it. Uh, God is very clear that Eros love is reserved for marriage. Yes. Yes. Marriage between a what? Man and a woman. Like, I, Don't get it twisted. And I, yeah. and I know we're going to have some haters out there. But yeah. you know what? God has a standard of righteousness. Let's yeah. not let's let's not think everything goes and we can we can do that. No, when when God instituted this thing from the beginning, He created man for woman and woman for man. Out of out of Adam came woman, yeah. right? And that, and He designed that so what they could procreate. Yeah. At the at the end of the day, when we look out when we look at marriages that are not joined together as a man and women can they procreate that is the answer yes can they procreate no they cannot regardless of what the end and i'm gonna call it the enemy regardless of what the enemy says you can love whoever and that's good when god looks at it god made no mistake about it he said i'm i'm bringing adam i don't want you to be alone think about it because everything he did um, until the creation of man and woman, everything had a male and a female. And he told yeah. everything, all the creation to, to what? Multiply. Yeah. So when you think when so when you think about this term right here, it is it is all about what God set from the beginning. He begins to tell a story of who he is. And he wants that union to be what it is supposed to be. Yes. So we definitely got to get that straight because just because society has accepted it, mm-hmm. you say that again, it's because society or the world has accepted it. And now in America, we have it in the law, same-sex marriage and all that. So just because uh, it has been accepted, we have that's what we got to come to are, are we going to obey the world or are we going to obey god yes yes the king the kingdom of heaven has a different set of standards yes and if we allow the holy spirit to do the work in our hearts we it, it, it should not even be a second guess and if we don't stand up if we like you said society wants us to accept it of course the enemy wants us to accept it he wants us to accept all this foolishness Yes. But 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 it, it is not what God has instituted from the beginning. And, and and I look at it like that and and I continue to pray for those that feel like they need to go down that path. But at the end of the day, this life comes to an end. Yes. And he said, when you enter into your etern- eternity, which way you go is already decided by how you lived on the earth. Yes. 
Ain't no going before the king of kings and said, well, Lord, you know, because he's going to flip back that, he's going to flip back that video. Yes. And he's going to begin to show your life. Yes. And he's going to say, this is, this is what he, his word is true. There's nothing changing about it. He said, heaven and earth will pass away, but my word won't. Yes. And when he instituted this thing, he said, I have joined a man and a woman together for the simple fact to procreate. Yeah. Now, if, you, if they can procreate any other way, then we all messed up. Let me just go ahead and say that. We all, but it, but it can't, it can't, it won't happen. It will right. never happen. I don't care what they do. It will never happen. And I know what, what God was so intricate because he put inside man the, the, actually the desire to have children. Yeah. He put that desire. That's what they say. No, we, we want we want to raise a family and we want to have kids and, and you can do that. But but what kingdom are you living in? Yes. The kingdom of heaven or the kingdom of this world? The kingdom of this world ain't standing. It's already been judged. And one key thing that you said, uh, uh, and a lot of people don't get it, uh, eternity is two different places. Yes. Yes. And everybody thinks once they die they're going to heaven mm -hmm. and the, the key thing that you said where we're going is determine how we live here on earth mm -hmm. and a lot, of people, a lot of people just think we, we live we die we go to heaven that is not how it is no you have to have lived. You have, first of all, have accepted Jesus Christ yes. uh, as your Lord and Savior. That's the first thing you have had to do. Then you have had to have lived that life. Yes. So again, so you just can't just die, do whatever you, ever you want to do, uh, and think you're just going to heaven. That is not how it is set up. And a lot of people uh, have that uh, mindset that they can do whatever they want to do, mm -hmm. say whatever they want to say, and they're going to heaven. And yeah. we just need you to know uh, uh, that that's not the case. No, it's, and, and it's not changing. Again, we can stay on this one all day because in, in, the, in the times that we live, like you said, society wants to bring it into play. They want to like, you know, it's okay. And, and, and God is so sovereign because he allows man to have choices that again you got to go back to the garden with this thing but, yeah. but 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 once god gives a command then he you got the right to choose adam did yeah adam did because god said don't don't eat off this tree the moment right. you eat off this tree you 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 shall die and and unless i go back and read something else in the book of genesis i don't ever call uh adam repenting getting get the opportunity. I don't think he had a chance because the way he, that, that choice affected all of mankind up to this day. Yeah. Where sin and perversion, the, 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 the principalities that be the enemy had his way until what? Jesus came. Yes. Until Jesus showed up and became the, the sacrifice, the, it, it wasn't working. So that, yeah. so that when, so that this is very prevalent. I mean, for, for, for me, I get emotionally, uh, emotionally about the subject matter because I'm always thinking, don't get caught in your sin. Yeah. Because something goes on in the heart 
and that thing takes root because they they've gone over it and over it and over it because that's what the enemy do. He be, yeah. it, it's, it's a spirit. Let's just go ahead. It's just call this spirit out. It's a spirit, and he takes root, and he begins to make you think that it's okay. God is God is okay with it. He understands that that love is love. Yeah, we've all heard that love is love. No, God's love is not worldly love. You're right. God's love is is righteousness, obedience, compassion. You just go down the fruits of the spirit. And that's yeah. what God's love is. Yeah. And he's saying he gave he gave us the greatest gift. I'm giving you the ability to create after your own kind. That they might do what? Serve me. Yes. All God wants in the earth is for man to walk with him and live in a place of real eternity. Because people don't realize, but you can live the the, the, the way we live our lives here is is like like Jesus said, the kingdom of God is is here. It's in you. Yes. He, it's in you. Once Jesus went to the cross, he said, it's in you. I will dwell in you. Dwell in your heart. So if we allow the Holy Spirit to really convict us and we repent, we would understand what, what, what Eros is. We would understand what that romantic love is. And we wouldn't look at it uh, uh, we wouldn't look at it as same sex. Like, you know, I just, I'm just appeal with you no that's that's not god's desire for for humanity that's not god's desire for and everything and then we'll move to the next one everything god created is good hey. but, man, but man has a way to pervert it yes yes and that perversion really comes from what the devil because yes. the, the devil is still hot. He's still mad. He's still, but you know, he's already been judged. If people realize the authority has been given into us and that spirit of discernment will be, begin to discern what's right or wrong. And and right does not become, uh, what did they say? Wrong does not become right and right does not become wrong because it's, they, we got it twisted right now. Yes. We're making wrong, right, and right, wrong. No, no. We, we have to live above this. We have to live in the standard that God called us to. And it's only the Holy Spirit that really can deal with your heart. But if we go right. look in the book of Romans, he tells us, you know, I'll turn you over to a reprobate mind. Yeah. Which tells me God's grace runs up. Yeah. I've been, I'm dealing with you on this subject matter. I'm dealing with you on this relationship that you think that you want to be involved in. And he says, I need you to repent. And you keep slamming the door, slam closing that door. And eventually you'll you'll be turned over to a reprobate mind. Where that sin is just overtaking you over and you can't you can't swing it for nothing. Why? Because that root is in your heart. Because yeah. when we when we go before the throne, God says, it's a heart issue. What's in your heart? See, and, and the enemy has the thing of getting it in your mind to drift it in your heart. Because he's yeah. always trying to set up a root, a root of foolery. I'm just going to call it. All, anything the devil got is just foolery. It's yeah. nonsense. Mm-hmm. And, we, and, and because we are free moral agents of have a free will we have a will to choose yeah it's up to us to choose what what is right 
and you can only choose right as a, and that's why that's why your your personal relationship is so important my relationship with christ is not like your relationship when god's dealing with me he's not dealing with you me and you on the same issue because he's peeling back the layers yeah he's peeling back those layers and he wants us to know god loves us so much that he'll allow you to do what you think is right but there's going to come a day where we all must stand before our maker yeah yeah, our, our cousin Joy dealt with that yesterday that, about Did, the path. Didn't she? <laughs> yeah, Did. we all got a path to take. That's and it. our path is not nobody else's path. Mm. Uh, but he, he allows whatever we go through for a reason yes. to, get, to get us into our purpose. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was a good word on yesterday. That just, that just, the, that just, oh, that was hot. Right it, 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 it was hot. That, that was good. I mean, I have, we, 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 we'll get off the subject, talk about what we, what she <laughs> talked about last night. Because yeah. she made me remember all the, the, the path that God has brought me to, to this point in my life. And how, and how at the beginning you look like, Lord, it's, it's tough. It's, you know, it's just, what's, what you doing? But God is always peeling back the layers to, to get his purpose fulfilled. And we don't we we don't understand it. He, he we it, it unfolds before us because if we did, we like I tell God all the time, Lord, if you had to show me the gray area, because He always have a good God has a good way of showing me the beginning and the end, mm-hmm. right? This is where it's gonna start. And I'm gonna show you the end of this thing, but He should, don't show me the middle. And the middle is like the gray part because the middle is where I, I'm I'm tested. You're I'm right. tested word. I'm tested by my faith. I'm te- I'm te- am I gonna am I gonna believe what God said? Did the guy really say that? And, and but and that's the, and I would say, Lord, if you had to tell me that I had to go through this to get to this, I probably would have said no. You're right. But once he gets you in it, you begin to see his faithfulness towards you. Yeah. Because he's teaching you how to stand on his word, walk this thing out by faith, and live for him that you can what impact others that's coming behind you yes yes that they might know what god's goodness is you know you don't know if god healed unless you've been sick you don't know if, if he's a provider unless you've been broke yes you don't even know if he can deliver you from a relationship that's not godly unless you right. cry out to him right but when you you get to see that love the the, the love that we're going that fourth level of love that we're going to get to that that expresses everything about who God is. All right. Let's go to the second one. Second one is Store J. Store J and Store J is describes uh, a family love. Uh, it, it describes uh, an affectionate bond that is naturally uh, between uh, parents and children and and brothers and sisters. Uh, so again. Uh, a scripture I want to drop just to uh, anchor this uh, is Romans 10, Romans 12 and 10, where it says, uh, be kindly affectionate to one another with brotherly love uh, in the giving preference to one another. Again, it's something about a family bond. Yes. Uh, it, it's mutual mm-hmm. uh, and uh, you I know you can probably tie into that because you have a twin yes 
You got a twin. Uh, you have you have other you have another sister, but you have a twin. twin right, uh, and it's different. That's the, that's, talk about that bond between uh, your twin. Yeah, you know what? It's it's different. You have you have you have you have you have a friend. You have a friend that's like no other. I mean, it's just you you sync all the time. Even though Sharon and I have spent probably most of our life trying to be different, different, we probably think more alike now. We finish each other's sentences, but there 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 is a love that that's different from the love that I have for my older sister, because Sharon is there. I, and and I think and I think it happens in the womb. I I think if we talk to all twins, whether they're fraternal or identical, there is something that is connecting with them in the womb and they look after each other like no other. I mean, you know, our our family is full of twins. We can't even, we, right, can't, right, we, right, we, we, right. we got more twins than we got fingers and toes probably, right. you know, just right. around every corner, there is a set of twins, there's a set of triplets and, yeah. and we all can get together and say, you know what? This is this is who I, it's, it's almost like you get to see yourself every day, which most people can't. You can't look. Yeah. I can go and I can see Sharon every day, and I, and and when I when I say I see her, I see me. And there's a love that is just there's a, it's it's deep. It's it you you can't you can't take it away because it's a friend, it's a sister, it's 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 just a bond that that you you, you can't really explain. You just know that you know. Hey, we're sisters. And people are like, are y'all twins? We're like, really? You can't look at us and tell us we're twins, really? Right. But when we get together and we begin to just eat in, in our everyday conversation and we're finishing our thoughts, we're thinking the same thing at the same time, nobody has it. I, I can't tell you what God was thinking when he developed twins, but it is, it is a mutual part of what we're calling storage, that family love. And and it, it it's, it's deeper than any other relationship in the family that you might have. I mean, from my own personal experience, I, I can find that. Yep, I love my sister June, but it's something about that me and Sharon connect. Even if she's having a bad day or I'm having a bad day, or even if we get hurt, sometimes when I got a headache, it's not that, that, that my head hurt, she got the headache. You see what I'm saying? But I'm feeling her pain. So you just, it's something about that in that, in that seed. That, that God puts in there for for, for yeah. family love and 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 family love breaks off in a in a variety of relationships. Yeah. And, and and you know some families they say they love each other like you you, you can almost split some families down the middle. You got some families over here they love 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 and then there's some that are just mad all the time. And right. and 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 somewhere when we talked started this thing off about forgiveness. Forgiveness is the strongest thing that a family needs. To, to, that when they lay down at night, they need to know that you know what. Regardless of our our misunderstanding today, let's go ahead and settle this at the end of the day, yeah. and forgive and come together in that unity of love. Because only the enemy wants to destroy families. Right. He's destroying them from the arrows. You know. When it comes to saying he's destroying that, he destroys it from the storage, getting 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 family members to be mad at one another for stuff that they couldn't that probably was out of their control. Right. You said something to offend them and 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 they and they didn't like it. But God says, don't don't let don't let the don't let the night go 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 down. Don't don't let the sin catch you at dark. 
have the ability to repent for your sins. Repent. Ask for forgiveness because the love of God is is shed abroad in our hearts for one another. Yeah. You know, we we, we can't do this thing without family. Right. Fam, family, again, taking us back to the garden. This is, this is what God created family for. Yeah. Because he said, if y'all procreate, I want you to establish this thing for my glory, my purpose. You know, I heard our cousin a few weeks ago, he turned around and said, God don't have no grandchildren because at the end of the day, we all as children. So so mm. we all got to be able to love as family members. We got to be able to walk in that love. Go ahead. Yes. Yeah, so, and one thing about uh, the Taylor side of the family, uh, we were rooted and grounded in love. That's it. That's just uh, something that uh, that we were rooted and grounded in from Grandma Taylor to Angie. Mm. Uh, that was just something that was embedded in us right. uh, to love family, to love on one another. And even in the midst of our of this pandemic and the prayer call and the Zoom Bible study, uh, it has rekindled yes. uh, that love. Yes. Uh, you know, we were all in different phases, different parts of the country. Uh, you know, we, we weren't able to be in contact with one another mm-hmm. the way that we were when we all were rooted in Peoria. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody then branched out and the pandemic brought us all back See, together. Really? That's so true. It brought us all back together. So uh, we talked about it on our first episode where we had started the family prayer call. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we have people from, from the East Coast to the West Coast. Yes. Uh, all in between uh, on that prayer call and then in in our Zoom Bible study. So again, uh, our family uh, was rooted and grounded in love that just been a part of us. And even though we had all did our separate ways, uh, that love was still embedded to us. And Mm -hmm. now the pandemic brought us all back together. together. (laughs) Now that thing has rekindle yes I, I, I like the way you put that yeah rekindle because that's that's what it is i mean I, again that word pretty much goes back to what we heard last night it's that path that god took us all on knowing yeah. that he he's seen this thing from the foundation he knew he knew this pandemic was coming to, to hit us at this time of our life but it, it, it we understand the path Again, it goes back to when the Lord spoke to my heart. If you don't, if you don't do it, you'll miss it. And look at what we would have missed, because over the last, you know, 22 months, it's been just like love. I mean, we just we we have a great time for for the mi- few minutes that we're on the call, and you can feel it because again, it goes back to what we were raised. We were raised in love. You are going to. know what it looks like you're going to know what it feels like and i think everyone that even even when we get together in our family reunion you can feel that that is that is a strong presence of god's love just loving on just loving on family and just like we just pick up right where we left off and it's 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 an amazing presence of the holy spirit because that's 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 we have to give god credit but we're gonna thank god for strong grandparents strong aunts and uncles 
that knew what the word of God was and understood what love was and instilled that in us to begin to carry it out in our own lives and to bring us back to a place and a time such as this where you said we rekindled that thing and and even though we're in places thank god for technology because if it had not been for technology right, right, zoom, right, right. zoom we wouldn't be doing zoom we wouldn't yeah. be thank god for technology because yeah. because of this i can see you i'm in texas you're in Peoria. You see, and I think everybody, this is this thing is explosive. That this thing is explosive, and and it causes us to say, hey, we we have reconnected on on a weekly basis, an everyday basis. Where now, hey, hey, how you doing? Yeah, I hadn't talked to you. I didn't see you last night on the phone. I didn't see you on the Zoom. And we're 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 going back and touching that because that's what God wants. See, it's it's almost healing. You know, God said, yeah, I'm gonna, yeah. I I can heal the family unit. Yeah. I I know what you're made of. I can do it. And he brings us back in such a way for what his purpose that we might begin and still affect all the lives around us and a, have a greater impact on in the world. Yeah. Let's look at this third. The third one is phileo. Phileo. And this one is the type of the intimate love in the Bible that most Christians uh, practice toward each other. Uh, and the term uh, describes a powerful emotional bond seen in deep friendships. Yes. And again, uh, this is an intimate love between good friends. Mm -hmm. uh, and, uh, a lot of times we see that scripture that says, do not be unequally yoked. Mm. And a lot of times we think that is just for a marriage. But that's it, that includes all of our relationships, yeah. uh, not just marriage. Every really, if you're in a business relationship, uh, you want to be with somebody that has the same mindset as you. Mm -hmm. Just believe it. If it's an unbeliever and an unbeliever in business, the believer are going to want to do things by godly standards. Mm -hmm. The unbeliever will want to do things that anything goes. Yes. Uh, so it's important that in our relationship yes it's important to be unequal it's important to be equally yoked in marriage mm -hmm. but it's in our intimate our closest friends mm -hmm. need to have the same mindset yeah uh, uh so that uh and when we talk and converse with one another uh we talk to the people that have the same mindset who's striving to live a life like you. Now, mm -hmm. I'm not saying we're supposed to be friend people. That's but but our intimate, our close, personal relationship that we share uh, the things of God with. We mm -hmm. need to be sharing them uh, with like-minded people. Wow. Yes. Uh, so true. Um, and I think both of us can attest to as we as we live this life long enough. You always have those personal friends, and you know you love them. You you know they're, they're just that kind of love is there again because you 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 are equally yoked. You have things that are, your your common bond is the Word of God, is Jesus Christ, living your life for Christ, and wanting to and wanting to be affect others' lives for Christ, that they can understand that you know what. I love you. I'm, I'm, I'm hanging in here with you because this is, this is when we get together. We're talking about Jesus Christ. We're to like, regardless of what the world's doing, 
we have this this relationship is all about because we're, we're we are in Christ Jesus. That is that is a strong, powerful bond that that really can't be broken. That you know, people always say, "I got a I got a BFF, a, a best friend forever," and we all do. But regardless, of what goes on in those relationships comes a common common bond. We can we can look at it from a church perspective. When we go to church, we may not see those people. I can talk to my own person. I might not see the, half the people in my church until Sunday. But when we yeah. come together, I love them as a family. Yeah. Because of that love. Because in that in that in that in that community, we all have a we all love Jesus Christ. We all have a common bond for Christ. Yeah. And that's what the whole that's what the whole church is because all our lives are different. And you know, some of them you might talk to, but I can guarantee 95% of the people in your church you you don't see till Sunday to Sunday. But right. but but you but you learn how to love in that community. And that community actually holds you up during the week. If you have strong connections in that community, your church community, you're not acting yep. a fool Monday through Friday. Right. You're not. Because you know when you walk into that place of worship, there's a conviction that you're going to have to do right. So you can't go in there and shake and bake, well, I'm going I'm to be this way here and then out here. I'm, it doesn't work that way. It does. A lot of people try to do it. Right, right, right. They try to do it. They want to come in here and they want to be churchy on Sunday and then on Monday through Friday, they forget church and they try to come back again. No, no, no. You keep living this life long enough. Everything that you do in, in this community of, of friendship will begin to will, will begin to allow the, the outside noise to break away. And you look back 20, 30 years later, and you're like, Lord, look how far I've come. All because you had that connection. Yeah. John 13 and 35 says this, by this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. Yes. Uh, So again, those of us, uh, uh, as he said, in the church setting or in the ministry setting, uh, once you come together, even though you may not see each other, but once or twice a week, uh, once you see one another, that connection is automatic uh, because of your love for God. Mm-hmm. Because of that love for God, uh, you can you can feel that love from God. Those who really mm-hmm. sincerely love God and you sincerely love God, when you come together, mm-hmm. uh, you can feel that. Yes. You can feel that that connection, uh, and because of that connection, uh, that, that brings up that uh, uh that phileo, that that brotherly or yes. sisterly love. Uh, last one we're going to look at is agape, uh, uh, and the, the agape is the highest uh, form of the four types of love in the Bible. Uh, uh, that agape love is that perfect, unconditional sacrificial and pure love mm. uh, the other love the first three loves we talked about are conditional yes let me say that the yes. first three we talked about are conditional but when we talk about the agape love that's that perfect love that's that sacrificial love that's that pure love that's that unconditional love yes. and when 
think of the agape love, we can't go no further uh, than Jesus Christ. He, he did uh, it. <laughs> for God so loved the world uh, that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believed in him should not perish uh, but have everlasting life. Yes, and when yes. we think of that, these four loves, and that's what we should be striving to, uh, to love people unconditionally. Mm. Uh, that's our goal. That mm. should be our goal. And I know sometimes we're not going to make it because we're still in the flesh. Yeah. But our ultimate goal is should to be be able to love people unconditional. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I mean, and you know, and 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 when you look at it, because you said those first three are conditional, conditional. But but the ultimate goal is to love them unconditionally. So to love them unconditionally, we have to love God unconditionally. And so when we love God unconditionally, we said, Lord, I'm going to follow you. I'm going to obey your commandments. I'm going to walk as, as Jesus walked, as close as I can. Because he said, be ye holy as I am holy. That means we have to separate ourselves yeah. from the world. And that separation might take us a minute. Because again, God is going to deal with the layers of, of all the, because you know what? We, we, we come to God with, with the trash can. Let me put it that way. And it's got a bunch of trash in it, right? Because mm -hmm. considering the God, and God has said, but you know what? I need you to go back and I need you to think about how you felt about this, this relationship over here. There was something that was said that, that's in your heart and I don't like it and, and I need you to forgive them. Again, it, love takes us back to forgiveness because that's what Jesus Christ did for us at Calvary. Say, so, Lord, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna forgive. Them. I'm gonna stand in the gap for them that they Thank might you, be forgiven because they can't do it themselves. They can't do it, but by the grace of God, Lord, I'm gonna follow this thing all the way to the cross. See, forgiveness yeah. is what, what brought Jesus to the place that He was. Even though, even though Him and even though God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit had this conversation from the beginning of time. Because, you know, the, the, the lamb was slain from the foundation yes. of the earth. Yeah. Before Jesus even showed up. Yeah. The father put him on the cross. Yeah. That we would have, that we would be reconciled back to him. See, this brings in the spirit of reconciliation. Forgiveness, reconciliation, all comes out of love. We, we got to see what God really had in store for us. This is how much he loved what he created. When you started this thing up, you said everything God created was good. Yeah. God is still looking at it from a goodness perspective because he is good. He's you yeah. can, It can't change. And yeah. out of his goodness, he sent his only begotten son that understood the depth of his love and said, there's got to be a sacrifice. Yeah. To get what I created, what was good, give it back to me. Because see, the devil stole our birthright. We gave it up. No, he didn't steal. Yeah. Adam gave up our birthright. He gave up our position. My God. He gave that thing up, and God said, No, I love them too much to, to leave them in the position. We were in eternal, we was at an eternal place of death, no reconciliation. And God had already had it on his mind before the foundation of the earth. And said, I'm going to send my son. So this, this is everything. This is how we live. We got If you understand this thing every day, you understand that everything you do must become unconditional. Yeah. Must be in a place of forgiveness. 
yeah. and reconciliation. That's what brings the family unit, the friends and the relationship, because you've been able to reconcile that thing to the cross of Calvary and understand what, what Jesus did for us. Go ahead, go ahead, because I'm getting ready to get excited. I know our 30 minutes is up and we need to close this thing out, but hey. <laughs> yeah, so again, we, we just took the day, we looked at the four types of biblical love uh, today. That's what we that's what we did today. Uh, the arrows, the storge, the phileo, and the agape. And we hope something uh, was said today uh, that will help you to uh, understand God's love even more and, and take you to another level uh, uh, in your journey, in your path, God has you. Uh, so I'm going to close out. Uh, I'm going to let Sherry, I mean, I'm going to let Sherry close us out. Uh, she's going to make an appeal uh, to those who may not have a relationship with the Lord. And then she's going to close us out in prayer. Uh, so again, uh, I'm going to let y'all know we're going to have a part three of love. Just let you know. Oh, yeah. It's so much to talk about yeah. in this love piece. Uh, so we just letting you know it's going to be another another piece of to this. Uh, so cuz in your hands. Okay. Uh, first of all, cuz it's been a it's been a powerful session. You know, I, I could talk this all day, but um, but it, it is. We we hope, and I know, and, and my hope is built on nothing less than and I'm than Jesus Christ and His righteousness. Yeah. But but we hope that something was said today, like my cousin just said, something was said today that the Holy Spirit. Has, has captivated your heart, convicted it, because he came to do three things, and more than three things, but these three things he is assigned to do, convict us of our sin because we're just sinners. And 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 if you have not ever given your life to Jesus Christ, you, find, you have found no reason to, to, to understand that your eternity matters now. What you do today matters. Accepting yeah. Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Understand, say, Lord, you know, if you're real, make yourself real to me because that's what God has to do. He has to make himself real to you because what you think the world, you think the world is real, but the yeah. world is just a big lie. It is a lie from the pits of hell. Everything, everything it does is standing, it's not standing on truth. Yeah. But with God, the truth reigns. He said he gave us the spirit of truth. That's the Holy Spirit. That the Holy Spirit would come before us and, and deal with our hearts. Not de God's not dealing with your mind. Yeah. He's dealing with your heart. So let today be the day that you have open heart surgery. Yes, God. And let the Holy Spirit reveal to you who God is. The God that loves unconditional. The God that has forgiven you from the foundation of the earth. The God that loved you so much that sent his only begotten son. That whoever believed, whosoever believed in him. That means all you have to do is believe. But you can only believe because you said, Lord, I'm going to trust you now. Because yeah. the world has beaten you up. You have been down that path of what we call the school of hard knocks. And you can't breathe. You can't see. You can't think straight. You just you just struggling to get them. You just struggling to get to the next high, to the next to the next alcohol. You you everything in you is confusion. Today God wants to release you. Yeah. He wants to deliver you from your oppression. But yeah. it's up to you. Choose this day whom you'll serve. 
So I close with knowing that the Holy Spirit will continue to do a work because he did it in my life. He did it in my cousin's life. And when we look back on our lives, we can see how far we got. It wasn't easy at first because the same question that I had just said to you, Lord, if you're real, make yourself real to me. Now, I grew up in church, but there was a point in my life that I had to have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. It wasn't about just getting out of hell. It was having a relationship. That that relationship that brings you full circle of understanding the price that Jesus Christ paid at Calvary. He just didn't die. He died on a cross that didn't look good. That didn't feel good. He had the weight of the world, the sin of the world on his shoulder. And he hung on the cross until he said, Eli, 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 it is now finished. He kept the faith. Like, like, like Paul said, keep the faith. Run the race. You can run this race because the Holy Spirit will live in you that the point that you said, Lord, I confess my sins. Make me a new creature in you. I want you to do that today. And knowing that God will bring you through a full circle. Because it's not about you. It's about his purpose working out in you. And God knows how to get the best out of all of us. Your best days are ahead. Because you've already put the world in your rearview mirror. Father, I I thank you now for the power of your Holy Spirit. Thank you. Lord, all those who would hear today. Would bring, would bring forth healing and restoration, reconciliation, knowing that the love of God is here. What Jesus Christ did for us at Calvary's cross can never be taken away. It is set for eternity. And you said all we had to do is believe and eternal life was ours. But Lord, in that belief, we must learn how to walk with you in the cool of the day converse with you learn of your word so father i thank you for those who who give their life to you today i thank you lord that you'll begin to set up divine appointments and send strong men women of faith to to set around them that they can begin to learn of them how to walk this thing out by faith and not by sight Father, we give you all the honor, the praise, and the glory for the good things that you are doing right now. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to the Power of Prayer podcast featuring Conversation with Cousins. We hope you enjoyed the show. Catch us next week. Same time, same channel. Have a blessed one. Peace.